back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Black Summer. This is Season 2, Episode 5, White Horse, written by Henry G.M. Jones, directed by John Hyams. I gave this episode a 9.7 out of 10. I'm kind of not with my sister and Mimi and my mom, who all says they didn't like this season. I think that there's some frustrating aspects of Rose's story arc, but for the most part, I find myself enjoying these episodes, short as they are. They're to the point, they get where they need to be. There's something of, they're not a typical um, zombie action pack like the way season one was. And I miss a lot of the, the dialogue, which is why I really like this episode, because there was a lot of dialogue. Um, but I, I say that um, while it doesn't have the same intensity as season one, it's still, it's kind of like you're over the initial shock of it all happening. And now you're immersed in this world where, you know, survival is a day by day occasion. We start with me, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it, it amuses me, okay? Spears is still walking around, wounded and starving. My world is crumbling around me. I would have been attacking that Lay's bag too, especially some barbecue like, oh, oh. Stereotypical? Yeah, because all black people don't like barbecue, but oh. He hides with someone in a truck stops by. I don't know what's up with that guy. He just got out with his gun like he's supposed to represent some evil. It reminded me of Bill Burr, his stand-up, when he's like, Get out of the pool! <laughs> oh, he's standing there. I was thinking he was going to go, Get out of the woods! But no, he drives away. Braithwaite finally introduces himself, which is the guy that has been following him for quite some time. He offers him some clean water and says that he recognizes him from somewhere. It turns out that Spears does not recognize him at all. Says, no, I don't think we need, we know each other. Um, when he offered him the water, I thought that was smart because the fact is we can survive longer without food than water. Like we have enough fat. You know, that's why that extra cushion is great to have, you skinny minis. <laughs> you got a little extra cushion for the pushing. What does that mean? I have no idea. I just made it up. But the point is, is I'm glad that they show that water is far more uh, important than food to survive. Because you can go way longer without the other. Like you can go weeks without food. Um... He claims to know him, but can't offer up where that is. I think he's just a brother looking for another brother. That's what I wrote in my notes at this time to survive with as he knows a path and got a place to stay. Since Spears is in pain with little options and the man ain't with cannibals. <laughs> and we people, he decides to trust him. I will say this whole interaction was so great from the introduction to the way it ended. Just some powerful stuff here. And he's talking like, yeah, you know, young man, like young blood. 
And the way that Braithwaite played it this entire time, like he he approached him thinking that he would recognize him, yet when he didn't. And he was debating this entire episode on whether or not he would, you know, do what he felt was vengeance. And, and he kept testing Spears to know the person that he is now and not just the person he was. Just really good, This the script on this. Spears introduces himself, and despite not knowing his name, Braithwaite says, that ain't it, which is true, because he took the name of the soldier that he killed, so maybe they will laugh when he figures it out, and it turns out that they do laugh, so I'm glad that came back, like I said, really strong writing in this episode. Pale Horse, dot dot dot, I was also very happy that we did not see Rose and Anna, because I'm exhausted with them. And it was nice to see what the hell was going on in another arc that's a main character. Besides her and her daughter. They travel through the woods with Braithwaite. Ascending to my favorite character in the show. As he wonders if he used to hit Big Lita back in the day. Because she was a whole lot. That's a girl that they're referencing. He's like, yeah, I do a lot for some food. But man, what I do for a Big Lita. <laughs> Spears says you talk too much and I'm like yeah boredom will do that to you and if you ain't talked to someone in a long time you sure as shit gonna be diarrhea in the mouth he looks down and says I'm not an expert but I know fresh shit when I see it and they spot a bunny for dinner and we ain't that friendly I'm not giving you my rifle talking about a better shot like uh sir they spot someone on a horse but Braithwaite tells him if he misses this shot, they are in some deep shit as that person could not be alone. The rider passes and Gangsta B tells Spears, you need to be smarter, young man. If I would have shot that rider, that horse was going to bolt anyway. I love how they were debating it later in the rain. Like, you should have just shot him. Well, we going to shoot him now. <laughs> he calls him Randall. But he states that's not his name either. However, against Bindo, homie got a pass in his past, but the world brings a clean slate. And I like this too about, you know, Spears referencing later, you know, the guy he shot me, like you can let bygones be bygones, but if I see him again, I'm going to get what's mine. It's like, well, what if you can just let it go? It's like, as we find out when we find out. And it is very much Braithwaite's story. But we, the audience, do not know that yet. They both hear a zombie and uh, prepare to kill it. <laughs> but Braithwaite moves closer to the attack and he's like, what are you doing? Playing around, homie? I just love we kept calling him homie. Like, Braithwaite was someone who grew up on East 99. He was my grandpa's uncle. <laughs> They find a man that was unfortunately killed by a fallen tree and has turned walker, but he is pinned. Spears, you really should not have needed him to explain (laughs) that you don't need to take the shot, that it is a wasted bullet and will draw attention to them. But I also like how this shows young school, old school. You know, he has some some, uh, worth in this world because of his knowledge, because he is older. The man's bag has liquor, a gun with rounds in it, which he gives to Spears. And 
a way to light a fire, though it isn't easy like they make it out to be in the movies. Spears, Cox's gun, and I like that way in which they're balancing out the distrust between them. And it's even more um, poignant when you realize going back that, you know, he had a reason to be afraid. Spears was uh, offers to use the bullet to help spark the tender, which it does. Heat, dot, dot, dot. Both men are silent by the fire, with Spears making a joke that bourbon makes the man quiet because he ain't said nothing in a minute. He offers to share his special treat, which is a payday. But Spears has a nut allergy to both hilarity, like you starving, I got this little bit of food, I was going to save it, but here I am showing even more of my humanity by giving it or half of it to you, but you can't even enjoy it because you got a nut allergy. He's like, hand me that bottle. How about I hand you this payday <laughs> that you can't eat? Nice moment between them. Turns out Braithwaite does know Spears from 6th Street. He is Big James' little brother. The nut allergy is what sparked it. Something black people probably rarely get also <laughs> was enough to make him memorable. But we also know uh, with some other things. As he blew up one day, they heard eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Everyone worked for his big brother, who was quite the criminal kingpin of the block, it would seem. Who had a nutty buddy car that everyone made fun of because he had all the money in the world, but he never got rid of it. Uh, he said, never forget what you came or what you came from. Big James had nothing though on little James. Turns out little James checks the names. Oh, I forgot to mention in the car story. <laughs> he's like, yeah, two bums broke in and fucked in the back seat. And it was nasty. And yeah. And you still didn't get rid of that car? That is a lot of nostalgia. He was a killer of some of Braithwaite's friends, it turns out. But he said, bygones be bygones. This still ain't sparking Spurs, Spurs, Spears' memory. His brother had money hidden that likely Spears was going after when he was caught. Rather useless now. When Gangsta B wants to look at his wound, Spears gets defensive and the two end up struggling in a fight that leaves Spears gasping for air and unconscious. Exchanging rates, dot, dot, dot. He's awoken by Braithwaite sometime later because it's raining and he hears the sounds of horses neighing and screams. They opt to kill the rider and take his horse, but can't see anything. They're hiding in like some shrubbery. I like that he just decided in that moment to say, by the way, I whooped your ass. <laughs> but I think that in that moment, he's also trying to remind him several, like I could have taken you out in that moment. As they wait, they do more reminiscing about Sixth Street about the foods they used to eat, the things they used to drink. Every hood got a corner store that I'm aware of. Spears' wound, it turns out, is infected. Braithwaite does offer to, like, he doesn't even be like, well, fuck you. Like, we'll put some honeys and sprigs on it or some shit. Try to help you out. Braithwaite tells them they're going to a cabin in the mountains near a lake that belongs to him. 
strangely enough he just can't remember how to get back to it they see a sign and another one and promptly braithwaite said let's get the fuck out of here well, that's white people uh, shit man and i seen that movie i was dying Spears would kill the person that shot him, but Braithwaite tells him it ain't done unless he ends it, i.e. forgiveness. Spears claims it ain't vengeance, but karma. But sometimes bygones are just that. So basically, in this moment, Spears is being like, yeah, I would get it if you came across me and you wanted to kill me. But sometimes you just let shit go. Like you move on from who you were, especially in this world. Braithwaite mentions laying out shot twice in the back and thinking he never rode a horse before. That was his first thought. He wanted him to know that and still Spears did not realize what was going on. I did not either because I was like, what do you mean he was shot in the back before? What is this irrelevant um, <laughs> piece of context? They are attacked by some Z's in the night. I hate the night shots because I can't see and I know it's supposed to be reminiscent of what they're feeling. I still can't see. Spears has a moment where he could leave Braithwaite but chooses to help him instead. Choosing to be better than he was as the two make it to a house that has writing all over the wall in what appears blood. There's also some symbolism in this episode about how things kind of come round. Things happen the way they're supposed to happen or they're going to happen. Like there is some strange magic in the world, coincidence, if you will, that precipitates events. And it's kind of in the way in which these two meet and how they even leave each other and even how they get into this house. Because there appears to be writing all over the wall in blood. I think I mentioned that. Amidst the bodies is an old man who was unable to pull the trigger during the mass suicide after he killed everyone else and has been waiting for someone to come along and end his existence Spears without hesitation gives in to his request because he knows like he's suffering he wants to end what is happening with him that wasn't an act of malice but kindness and it's also something that you know someone who's killed a lot of people is able to do and at least he didn't put that shit on Braithwaite who clearly after throwing up that ain't on him <laughs> he's not a murderer it's actually surprising death still bothers him that tells you that he really did stick to himself and that's what he said that's how i've stayed alive all this time i've stuck to just me and that's how i feel <laughs> like, I, I understand you need groups at some point but i also know like during the first year or so you probably don't um I did laugh when he said, I told you that's some white people shit. Spears says he's tired. We end with little James dot dot dot. They both walk out to the dock and Spears finally recalls Braithwaite saying, no, I finally remember who you are. He shot him twice in the back to end his life while the dude was drinking a lemonade and thought he killed him. Oh my goodness. Oh my damn. Oh my goodness. Except he didn't. He ended up surviving death. And in the apocalypse runs into the man that shot him that should have ended his life and instead decided to help him at the end of his life. And then you have that moment of, and I knew it was coming. I was getting real scared. I was like, Spears, please don't shoot him in the head. 
please don't but he turns his back on him and he leads him to that to that um decision to make like little james always checks the names like are you still the person you are he also offered up some forgiveness and this was also beneficial for braithwaite because he was able to um make peace with the man that he probably hated for a very long time and then we see the pale horse and it all comes full circle because he says i've never rode a uh he never rode a horse before that was something he thought about and then he walks towards that horse he lost his gun so he doesn't have any benefit going further or he doesn't have much use going further it's not a weapon i mean it's hard but he goes for the horse instead spears does not shoot the man despite putting the gun to the back of the head and watching that single tear got me man got me choked up in my feels just a very solid uh well acted well directed well written episode between two black male protagonists i mean just amazing round of applause the best episode i've seen since uh the finale of season one because that was bombass bombass.com if you want to send feedback on the next episode blackgirlcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe until next time peace Harry's Blacker Magic.